0: <laughs>
1: and then the king, he was like...
0: <laughs> I reserved this table for tonight well in advance. I would appreciate it if you left on your own volition. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he was like... I don't really think that that was
2: really a nice show. And I'm like, what?
1: Don't say I didn't
0: like, warn you. What? part of the
2: fun. Ah. Daemon, there you are. We were wondering which tavern you wanted to meet at when we saw all those innocent people fleeing in terror. You are so considerate, as always. Now, Daemon, did you try using your words first?
0: Words?
2: Cheap. I agree with Slash. They're probably too wasted to remember it anyway. When's the last time you've convinced a drunkard to do something productive?
1: Did Sir Sluestep not convince those brigands to sail us across the entirety of the Whirlpool Wastes? An entire ship of rum-soaked sailors were literally bent over backwards for him.
2: Not everyone can do what I do. If that was the case, it would be much more boring. Now what did we say about the To to keep keep it it to ourselves. Stars above, Marshton! You can be
1: so... Tut-tut, Sir Silverstep, Sir Rockbender says we cannot insult fellows in arms.
2: Thank you, Priscilla. I'll save my comments about Marshton for when you two are out of earshot.
1: Appreciated.
0: Now, are we all focused? Are we on the same page? Where? Book? Rockmender, please help Slash follow along with the explanation. I want to get started so we have enough time before, well, we are needed again.
2: I will try my darn hardest! What are we doing anyway? You just said it would be a nice change of pace?
0: Yes. Now, here's how this is going to work. If you look on the table in front of you, Everyone has a set of dice, a character profile, and a quill. Once we begin, we will try and stay put. Understood, Marshton?
2: I am offended.
0: To their credit, you are currently levitating.
2: (sighs) Point made.
0: TNT, also known as Taxes and Turmoil, is a storytelling game that takes place in a place eons away, in a realm untouched by magic, and the inhabitants use nothing but ingenuity to survive. You will be playing as recently fully grown humans attending a place of learning called a college.
2: So, we will all be playing BART? I don't object, but I insist on having first call of performance.
0: No. In this realm of EARTH, A college is a place to learn the basics of nearly any profession. In fact, the charges are not even majority performers. That's actually kind of fascinating. I will be acting as the storyteller, the life coach. You, the players, help flesh out the story with your choices. For the sake of the game, we will be playing in the kingdom of America, where only the most brazen or most foolish reside. Their currency is in dollars. A dollar may be worth half a gold. To get this education, they must pay upwards of 15,000 gold. I'm... I'm sorry? There are castles I could purchase for less. Yes, and you must pay the tithe multiple times a year. That is infuriating. To pay this massive toll, The humans you will be controlling have taken up trades as part-time retail workers, vendors of general goods that must have all the skill of a professional vendor but can only be paid a fraction. (sighs) Don't worry, you'll soon find the difficulty is part of the fun. As unbelievable as that might sound. During the day, you will be surrounded by people who are working towards the same goal you are, to study a chosen profession for the chance to succeed in their lives. At night. You spend your night spending off entitled, rabid customers in exchange for potential reward.
2: Now, that sounds familiar.
0: If you look at the character profiles in front of you, I have picked out roles for each of you to play that should feel comfortable to you. All you really have to do is pick out a name. Think about it while I explain what's on- Can
2: we pick any name?
0: Yes. While there are human names in the Book of Rules, those rules are more vague guidelines. Look, the main language in the book is English, an eldritch horror of a language that is almost entirely words stolen from other languages and mashed together by a toddler. When teens start making up slang as well, I guess anything's possible.
2: Anyway... He shall be called Silver Songhelm, a theater kid.
1: Peggy's. To the Wallflower.
2: See my buds, the Trust Fund
0: Kid? Of course, you pick a name from the book.
2: I kinda want to name them Rock. Is that okay?
0: Yes. You are free to play any gender or sexuality you want. That's one of the best things about this game.
2: That's real nice. Rock is a empath.
0: Slash. What do you want bitch, to? Bitch. It's nice. I did say anything. Okay. That's on me. To speed things up, each of you have six stats strength, constitution, dexterity, intelligence, wisdom, and charisma. Having a high number in a stat means you are more likely to succeed in tasks based around that talent but it doesn't guarantee success. For example, Peggy is really good at dex-based tasks, like being sneaky. But that doesn't mean she can't trip, fall through a window, and alert everyone to her presence. In the same vein, B.B. He. Bitch. Bitch. Bitch Bitch has very bad dex and is not stealthy. But if he's lucky, he may be able to lose even the most persistent customer in an empty store. Your esteem is your health. If you let it reach zero, you have a breakdown. And if you don't recover from your breakdown, you have to drop out of college. Um, we'll learn the rest as we go. Ready? Sure! Uh, In a world where time is short and potential unlimited, there was a small city of Austin where the climate was hot and oppressive, and the residents bizarre even by human standards. You five meet after applying to work at a newly opened shop, a small business called Bullseye. You quickly learn you all study at Austin College. Different things, of course, but at the same location. You are all required to take a class that teaches you about what to expect from college. What do you want to do? Bitch, bitch, leave. Oh. Okay. Where? Bitch, bitch, what stab thing? I guess that's different enough from your day to day. Bitch, bitch find chair. He find knife. He stab! Well, roll investigation. Roll the dice. If the number is high enough, you may... He got a 20! What do we add to that? A 20 is a critical success that automatically guarantees a success. And that 1 is an automatic failure, mm, slash you find a... ...hunting knife. You can use it as a knife. It mainly just grants a boost when you try and intimidate... I step here! I... Mm. Roll the die. Add the dex or strength bonus.
2: 24!
0: Damage, those three die. 18! Flash's character stabs the leg of the chair with the only physical weapon in the game. It wobbles and crashes to the ground, crumbling to pieces beneath you. You have utterly destroyed this chair. Good game! Alright, you all learn of the classes they offer at this place of learning. There are physical crafts, like carpentry, intellectual crafts, where you research a specific thing until your timely death, or a more art-based path, like acting or poetry. There are many others, but that sums it up.
2: Please, why build chairs when you can bring a bit of hope into this bleak, dreary world?
0: A young girl sitting next to Silver faces you. She has mousy brown hair and is five foot six-ish, but could be taller if she wasn't constantly slouching. She speaks in a hushed tone, even though class is over. I have to admire someone who's so passionate about the arts, so I have to recommend you don't shout that at the non-arts majors. The STEM majors will bully you until you cry and then make you feel bad for them.
2: What can a STEM fellow do that
0: I can't? They know math and science? The building blocks our world is based on? They're probably going to get jobs right out of college that won't force them into budgeting every dollar like it's ambrosia. We, the art students, can't create flying machines or buildings that split the sky, but we can bring smiles to people's faces, and that occasionally makes up for the fact that I'll be living off ramen and tap water for the rest of my life.
2: This is quite depressing.
0: Let's liven up with a song! Roll for spontaneous performance.
2: Two plus six, eight? What do I get with
0: that? The girl looks at you, shocked. She's impressed a bit by your bravery, but you may have wanted to warm up beforehand. It's not your finest work. She quickly gathers herself. Um, my name's Gina. We can talk later? In a fit of embarrassment, of having several dozen eyes on her, she runs out of the classroom.
1: Now, I've never sung a sour note in my life. L- this is a game, disconnected from our reality. Anything is possible. Is a lukewarm performance really the end of
0: the world?
2: Well, no. But it feels like it.
0: The students rush out of class. When they see you hanging out with the weirdo that just started singing badly in public. Hey! They are hesitant to talk to anyone else in the group. Slash away! Slash talk people! You take away three because you aren't naturally.
2: 16! Math included!
0: Bitch Bitch, covered in wood powder and stabbing what little remains of the chair, is somehow a welcoming sight to some members of the Carpentry Club. A muscular boy in a flannel and knit hat. Boy, hot? Um, it is really hot clothing for the weather, but he seems unbothered. No!
2: Boy! Hot!
0: He's cute. Sure.
2: Boy? Name? Bitch Bitch.
1: You.
0: Running! Roll Charisma!
2: 20 again!
0: Stars above. The boy breaks into a furious blush and stammers out, that's a nice name. My name's Lucas. Thank you. If you're free Saturday, I'll take you out. Why not? It is college after all. He hands you a slip of paper with numbers on it and runs away. The numbers he gave you can be used to activate a ritual in your cellular device to contact him at any time. He cannot wait. Slash, you are doing swimmingly. Luck truly is on your side today. You all race back to your living spaces to drop off your things, then race to Bullseye to start your first shift. A balding man in his forties, your contractor, Sir Theobald, gives you a quick training session. All you need to know is that you can't piss off the customers. That's it. Obviously don't touch them or argue with them if you can avoid it. Don't bother me. Good luck. And he leaves. You begin your shift and customers begin barging through the entrances, grabbing manically at items they wish to take home. Peggy, can you roll an insight check? I got, uh, 18. Good. Good. You are the only one manning the bartering station when you see an older woman in her fifties. Her hair is a shade like hay, with bright streaks the shade of corn running through. Its shape taking the form of an asymmetrical bob. She is currently attempting to hide a small trinket in her pocket, but you get the feeling she is a worthy opponent.
1: So, I can only perform the skills on the sheet, correct? Yes. So, I cannot attempt to stab her with a poison needle. Or cast a spell to summon a crow to track her? No. Pity. Well, let's get creative. Since I can see she's a criminal, I shall accuse her of stealing. Roll to
0: confront. 14. The words land. Roll ego damage.
1: 12.
0: She seems completely unaffected by your accusation. In fact, she seems to be completely ignoring you. Your friends are all busy in other areas of the store, cleaning or dealing with more pleasant customers.
1: Miss, you are in line, and I see the trinket in your pocket. Please return it.
0: Roll. Fourteen again. Eight damage? She turns to you unshaken. Where is your proof? How dare you accuse me of something as low as thievery? And a 15 hits your mental armor. You take... 7 ego damage.
1: Good lord, that's over half. I call out to Rock and anyone who can hear me. Then I want to point at the trinket in question and ask her why it's in her pocket.
2: Good show! When I can, I'd like to do a friendly pat on the back. To heal Peggy, please!
0: Rock is a godsend. Rock fully heals Peggy with a show of empathy. Peggy, roll. Come on! Twenty-three! That hits, so... Damn it, six damage. The woman looks down at her pocket and... Four. Pretends to have just found this item in her pocket as if it was magic which again does not exist in this world. She convinced no one and the commotion calls over Slash and Seymour.
2: Seymour calls upon the power of his trust fund to cast, um, uh, do you
0: know my dad? The skill does double damage to entitled humans. Roll four of those dice and...
1: Hell yeah, 24 total.
0: She is flustered and beginning to turn red. The Butts clan is powerful in this region. It is likely that she is a subject of your father, Harry Butts. She looks around and locks eyes with Rock's name tag, Rock. You can tell she sees the they-them you wrote underneath your name and will use a slurry of ignorance on you if you do anything to draw her attention next turn. Slash, you're up. Bitch, bitch, go numb. He, careless, insult. Woman, self-absorbed.
2: Fourteen.
0: Roll damage. Eighteen. She looks on the verge of crying. Insult again. That's right. Nihilists do have that ability. Well, roll on! What?
1: Well, y-
2: you know.
0: Of course. Slash, you double the dice you roll and add the bonus your knife gives. <laughs>
2: Did the math twice. Max damage on nearly every day. 52, I think.
0: This woman will never be the same. She swears she never, never will even think of walking into this store again. She... She was about to insult Rock, right? I want to put on a show and
1: pretend she stabbed me with Slash's knife.
0: I... What? Um... Yeah, give me a performance. Ooh, can I help out? As a theater kid, you can give chaotic inspiration. So, yes, roll that die. Eight. Plus? Nineteen. So...
1: Twenty-seven. Sons of bitches.
0: Peggy leaps over the counter and pretends to console the woman. She then throws herself towards Slash and places the knife under her shoulder. Peggy closes her eyes and dramatically goes limp. Silver holds her in his arms and cries. Everyone around you calls the police, who arrive and take her to prison. She will never bother anyone again. And let's end there for today.
2: come on. It was just getting good. I have to admit, it was better than I thought it would be.
1: We never get to see you flustered, Daemon. It
0: was delightful, but duty calls. Yep. You go ahead. I'll clean up quickly. Wasn't what I planned, but- Oh! Slash, what are you- Slash? The good, good game. Great time. People appreciate you. Thank you, Slash. That makes it worth it.
1: This has been Taxes and Turmoil, a Radio Drama Crew production. Creative producer, Gary Pfeffer. Co-creative producer, Destiny Lawrence. Director and writer, Carson Cuviello. Producer, Cass Parrish. Editor, Margaret Towns. Co-editor, Christine Dada. Aliyah Mahaladi as Dayamon Moshift. Preston Young as Samwise Silverstep. Cody Hunter as Marshton Way. Ian Barry as Oliver Rockmender, Amberlyn McCormick as Slash, and Abby Bennett as Priscilla von Firma. Thanks for listening.